Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Every Tuesday on Life 107.1, Taylor and Jen talk to Dr. Heidi Warner about healthy relationships. Dr. Heidi and Taylor both. Because <laughs> I always talk to Dr. Heidi and I always leave I'm you here out. Too, Jen. I feel bad. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. Nothing exposes unwritten family rules more than getting together with family over the holidays like we just did a while back 100 percent, 100 percent. especially if you haven't seen them in a while because you can kind of calcify in your family's mind of like this is who you are these are your defining traits and they tend to be kind of superficial it feels like every time you go back into your family of origins home especially if they never moved out of it (laughs) that you're 17 once again or whatever that is a sucking vortex literally a sucking vortex (laughs) okay so Every family has those unwritten rules, those unwritten expectations that if you break one, people kind of overreact. And and to me, that seems like it can be damaging. Yes, it, it comes to a discomfort from change and wanting to keep the family system functioning as it always has been, even if it's unhealthy. We are very committed to keeping our families the way that they are, even if we might say that we're not. We're, it's really hard to change a family, right? This is family systems therapy one-on-one. Systems are hard to change. And if you come in and you're different, there's usually a big reaction and everyone tries to get you to go back to the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and sometimes right? it's it's a little bit more teasing, right? but there's, there's that underlying thing of yeah. like, even if someone points that out to me, it's now if I go back to the expectation, it feels weird because it's like I bowed to pressure or if I keep on going with the new thing. I'm expecting that teasing every time I come back with it. Right. Yeah, and sometimes it's about simple things like my husband likes to wear gray t-shirts, right? Every once in a while he'll wear a navy blue one and it's like this big thing, right? Oh, wow. Right? What happened? I Where know, are your gray shirts? out and when it's yellow, oh my word, right? <laughs> it's a, it's the, the world stops, right? And that's just a silly example, but, but when we change what we're doing, right? And maybe it's the teenage girl who's always been sporty who shows up for a family gathering with mascara on and that's a new thing and everyone's like, oh! Right, and or she's wearing a dress, and everybody loses their mind over right, it. Right, yeah. right, right. Especially when kids try something new, and there's a big reaction to it. It's shaming, it's judgmental, and it keeps us from being a family that can love and encourage and support each other as we we grow in who God called us to be. It's not wrong to react, but we probably need to keep the reaction extremely positive. And fairly minimal. We want to respond more than react, right? Okay. We, we want to notice and we want to be aware, but not maybe draw as much attention to it as we would if we were joking about it. And and a lot of times, joking covers toxic dynamics. Mm. So if your family member is like, oh, I'm just trying to be funny, it's okay for you to say, well, it's actually not funny to my child and mm. I need you to pick a different approach. So we can push back against that excuse of like, what, don't you have a sense of humor? Because humor can be extremely toxic. I always think that there's just a little bit of truth. There's a kernel of truth in some of that humor, in a lot of that humor. Especially if they're defensive about it. And so we need to create space for our family members to change. We need to create space for our children to change and to try new things. They're going to go through a lot of different phases so we can notice, oh, hey, I like that. That looks good. What are you thinking about that fashion choice, right? And start conversations instead of just having those blanket responses. We want to hear what they're thinking and understand what may or may not be behind their changes. Yeah. I even like what you said of just saying, hey, that looks good. I think it is really hard sometimes to pay compliments to the people closest to you. And so I think sometimes we do kind of cloak them in that, oh, you're wearing the yellow shirt today because you almost put kind of a layer between yourself and your feelings there versus saying, I really like that shirt on you. The other direction we can go is to not comment it at all. And that can also be unhealthy. Well, sure. I mean, I think of myself 
say I'm a teenage girl and I've always been sporty and I show up to a family event and I've dressed up and I'm wearing makeup and stuff and nobody says anything, I'm going to wonder why. Super weird and bizarre. Then we have our own internal narrative. We have to make sense of why are people not reacting. So we need to be honest. We need to speak the truth in love, have a response, but not an over-the-top shaming negative reaction. Maybe ask yourself why you're reacting to that person being different. Ooh. Self-reflection. Always oh. a good choice. Wow, did that just come out of my mouth? <laughs> Ask yourself, right? Like, like why, why am I feeling the need to joke about and pay attention to this and, and shine a spotlight? Because that's what joking is, right? It's a spotlight on a certain behavior or certain characteristics. What are you reacting to? Is it stuff from the past? Is it insecurity? It's a great time if you find yourself doing that to see what's that about for you and think about, do I maybe want to handle that a little bit differently? The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Is there something you'd like to hear Dr. Heidi talk about? You can send your suggestions to Heidi at life1071.com.